Why, in the first place, have people been distracted from their own self, original self? Why, in the first place, have people been distracted from their original self? Many is born with an unknown and unknowable potentiality. His original face is not available when he becomes into the world. He has to find it. It is going to be a discovery, and that is the beauty of it. And that's the difference between a being and a thing. A thing has no potential, it is what it is. A table is a table, a chair is a table. Oh, no, no, chair is a chair. The chair is not gonna become anything else, it has no potentiality, it has only actuality. It is not. A seed of something. Man is not a thing that brings all the trouble and all the joy, all the challenges and all the disturbances. The child comes just empty with no writing on him, no indicators even of what he is going to be. All dimensions are open. This is the first basic thing to be understood that a child is not a thing. A child is a being. He is not yet, he is just going to be. He is a process, and there is no possibility to predict where he is going to end. What will be the what will be the ultimate outcome of his life's experiences, anguishes, anxieties, ecstatic, ec ecstasies, ecstasies? What is going to amount to, in the end, finally? No, no. What is going to amount to? It, uh, finally, the final sum total of his whole life is not available in the beginning. The final sum total of his whole life is not available in the beginning. He does not bring a chart with him. All the astrologers have been befooling you. Palmists have been befooling you. And they could befool you because there was a chance to do it. And they could befool you because there was a chance to do it. The parents are concerned what the child is going to be, and their concern is out of love. Hence, they can be exploited by all kinds of con men. Those con men can predict he's going to be this or that, but they don't do much harm. This simply exploits a little bit, their predictions never come true. The greater problem arises from the priest, from the politician, from the pedagogues. Pedagog 
pedagogos, pedagogas, pedagogas. What's that? The politician is not interested in what the real political. The politician is not interested in what the real potential of the child is. He is interested in. He is interested that the child becomes a part of his power trip. <laughs> he has an investment in every child because every child is a potential friend or enemy. It is good to start conversing. Um, it is good to start canvassing as early as kept as early as possible. Canvassing as early as possible. So before the child starts on his own, he is distracted onto a path that is that is going to fulfill the politician's desire, but that is going to kill. The seed in the child himself. The priest is interested. He has an investment. The pope is a bigger pope. If he has more Catholics in the world, if Catholics disappear, what is the value of a pope? Who would care about him? Each child. That is born has some power that can be exploited by the politicians and the priests. Soon the child is going to become a fully fledged citizen of the world. He should be grabbed. He should become a Catholic if he is born to Catholic parents, or if fortunately he is an orphan. Then Mother Teresa can look after him and convert him into a Catholic. They are immensely happy. The more the world has orphans, the more Mother Teresa can get Nobel prizes. More orphans means more Catholics. The more poor people there are in the world, they can be easily converted to Christianity. Jesus says, "Man cannot live by bread alone." This is true of an authentic man, but not true about the masses. As far as the masses are concerned, I say to you that man lives by bread and bread alone. And there are only masses. There is the authentic man. These politicians, these priests. These pedagogue, pedagogues don't have nobody to himself, so that he can become authentic. So he can get his original face, so that he can find himself. These politicians, these priests, these pedagogues don't leave anybody to himself, so that. He can become authentic, or so he can get his original face, so that he can find himself. Everywhere there are people with vested interests in every child.
And the child is simply a tabla, tabla rasa. Nothing is written on him. It is a great temptation for everybody to write something on him. The parents, of course, would like to write their religion, their caste, their philosophy, their politics, because the child should re re represent them. The child should carry their inter inheritance. If they have been Hindus for centuries, the child should be a Hindu, carrying the heritage of Hindus, Hinduism to future generations. They are not interested in the child's own potential. Nobody is interested in it. They are interested in their own investment. And of course, everybody is investing. The parents are investing so much in the child, giving birth to him, raising him, educating him, and everything is conditional. <laughs> Whether it is said or not, that is not the point. They will say one day, we have done so much for you. Now is the time that you should be conscious of what we have been doing and repay us. Because this is how they have been brought up by their parents. Generations after generations, the same process. The teacher is interested that the son that the students should represent him. The religious teacher is interested that the disciple should be a model of the teachings. What I want you to remember is that everybody is interested in what I want you to remember is that everybody is interested in the child some for some motive in which the child is not interested at all. Huh, that's true. What I want you to remember is that everybody is interested in the child from some motive in which the child in which the child is not interested at all. But the child is helpless. He cannot fight all these people. They are powerful. He is dependent. But the child is helpless. He cannot fight all these people. They are powerful. He is dependent on terror on them. But the child is helpless. He cannot fight all these people. They are powerful. He is dependent on them. If they want to make something of them, he has to become that. Ah. He is dependent on them. If they want to make something of him, he has to become that. He is dependent on them. If they want to make something of him, he has to become that. This much is absolutely clear to the child that if he goes on against the parents and is misbehaving, he is betraying them.
These ideas are given by the parents, the priests, the teachers. He feels guilty. Any assertion of his own self becomes guilt. And every presentation, every pretension of pleasing the parents, the religious priests, the educationists, the politicians, which is only a pretense, pays very well. The child starts learning politics from the very beginning to the high. Um, the child starts learning politics. From the very beginning, to be hypocritical, base, be authentic, and you are punished. <laughs> Now, the child has a simple arithmetic, and he, we cannot condemn him for it. Now, the child has a simple arithmetic. And we cannot condemn him for it. In my childhood, because from there I can speak to your mother,、uh, I can speak to you more authoritatively. In my childhood, because from there I can speak to you more authoritatively. I don't know your childhood. I know only my childhood. It was an everyday question. I was continually asked to be truthful. And I said to my father, Whenever you say to me to be truthful, you have to remember one thing that truth has to be rewarded. Otherwise, you are forcing me not to be truthful. I'm willing. Very easily, I figure out the truth does not pay. <laughs> You're punished, lies pay. You are rewarded. Now, it was a question of very decisive, very great, great importance. So, I made it clear to my parents that it had to be understood clearly. If we want to meet, If you want me to be truthful, then truth has to be rewarded and not in the future life, but here and now. Because I'm being truthful here and now. And if truth is not rewarded, if I'm punished for it, then you are forcing me to lie. So let this be clear understood. Then there is no problem for me. I will always be truthful. I don't think that every child tries to figure it out and makes a clear cut contact with the parents. But this became a contract with my father. Howsoever the truth was against him, his morality, his family, his society, his respect, that did not matter. What mattered was that I was true. And for that, I needed immediate reward. Otherwise, next time you know, I will say what you want to hear. But remember, it will be a lie. 
The day that for the first time I said this to my father, he said, Let me think it over. Because you seem because you seem to be tricky. You're putting me into a subtle net. You do some mischief and are truthful, and I will have to reward you for your mischief. I said, It is your business to decide whether you want me to be truthful or not. Anyway, I'm going to do what I want to do. The mischief would have happened anyway. It has happened. Only afterward, the question arises to, the, to be truthful or not. So why, be, why bring mischief into it? It has already happened. Now nothing can be done about it. You cannot undo it. What can be done is that you can force me to lie. And I can lie. And I can lie with such a face that you will think I'm absolutely truthful. I will learn. If that is the way, then let, them, let that be the way. But remember, you have been responsible. For distracting me from truth, because you were rewarding lies and punishing the truth. You can think it over. I'm not in a hurry. You are asking me. What had happened was that, living two or three blocks away from my family, was a Brahmin family, very orthodox Brahmins. Brahmins cut all their hair and just leave a small part of the seventh chakra on the head uncut. So that part goes on growing. They go on trying it and keeping it inside their cap or inside their turban. And what I had done was cut the father's hair. In summertime in India, people sleep outside the house on the street. They bring their beds, they bring their beds, cots, and streets on the streets. The whole town sleeps on the streets in the night. It is so hot inside. So this Brahmin was sleeping, and it was not my fault. He has such a long. Chobi, uh, Choti, it is called Choti, that bunch of hair. I had never seen it because it was always hidden inside his turban. While he was sleeping, I, it was hanging down and touching the street. From his cot, from his cot, it was so long that I I was tempted. I could not resist. I rushed home, brought the scissors, cut it off completely, and took it to my room. In the morning, he must have found that it was gone. He could not believe it. He could not believe it because his whole purity was in it, his whole religion was in it. His whole spirituality was destroyed. But everybody 
in the neighborhood knew that if anything goes wrong, first they would rush to me. And he came immediately. I was sitting outside knowing well that he would come in the morning. He looked me he looked at me I was also I also looked at him. He said to me, What are you looking at? I said, What are you looking at? Same thing. He said, Same thing? I said, Yes, the same thing, you name it. He asked, Where is your father? I don't want to talk to you at all. He went in, he brought my father out, and my father said, Have you done anything to this man? I said, I have not done anything to this man, but I have cut a choti, which certainly cannot belong to this man because when I was cutting it, what he was, what was he doing? He could have prevented it. The man said, I was asleep. I said, if I had cut your finger while you were asleep, would you have remained asleep? <laughs> would you? Have remained asleep? He said, How could I remain asleep if somebody was cutting my finger? He said, Which certainly shows that hairs are dead. You can cut them, but a person is not hurt. No blood comes out. So, what is the fuss about? A dead thing was hanging there. And I thought that you were unnecessarily carrying this dead thing inside your turban for your whole life. Why not relieve you? It is my it is in my room. And with my father I have the contract to be truthful. So I brought out his copy Choti and said if you are if you are so interested in that, you can take it back. If it is your spirituality, your Brahminism, you can keep it tied in a knot and put it inside your turban. It is dead anyway. It was dead when it was attached to you. It was dead when I attached to it. I detached it. You can keep it inside your turban. And in front of that man, I asked my father, my reward, the man said, what reward is he asking for? My father said, this is the trouble. Yesterday, he proposed a contract that if he speaks the truth and sincerely, he's not only He's not only speaking the truth, he's even giving the proof. He has told the whole story and even has logic behind it. That is, that it was a dead thing. So why be bothered with a dead thing and he's not hiding anything? He rewarded me with high with five rupees. In those days, in that small village, five rupees was a great reward. The man was mad at my father. He said, you will spoil your child. 
You should beat him rather than giving him five rupees. Now he will cut other people's chodis. If he gets five rupees per choppy, all the Brahmins of the town are finished because they are all sleeping outside in the night. And when you are sleeping, you cannot go on holding your choppy in your hand. What are you doing? This will become a pre precedent. This will become a precedent. My father said, But this is my contract. If you want to punish him, that is your business. I will not come into it. I am not rewarding I'm not rewarding him for his mischief. I'm rewarding him for his truth and my and for my whole life. I will go on rewarding him for his truth. As far as mischief is concerned, you are free to do anything with him. That man told my father, You are getting me into more trouble. If I do something to this boy, do you think things will stop there? I'm not, I'm a family man. I have my own, my children, my house. Tomorrow, my house will be burned down. He was very angry and he said, Especially now, it's a problem because tomorrow I'm going to perform a ceremony in the next village and people seeing me without my chubby. I said, There is no need to worry. The chubby I'm giving you, the chubby I'm giving you back. You can also reward me with something for giving you a chubby back. Just don't ever take off your turban in the in the other beverage. Even in the night, kept your turban on. That's all. It is not a big problem. It is only a question of one night. And in the night, who is going to look for your chubby? Everybody will be asleep. He said, don't you give me advice? I feel like beating you, but I know better, because that will create a whole chain of things. Don't you give me advice. I feel like beating you, but I know better, because that will create a whole chain of things. I said, it has already been created. You have come to complain. You are not rewarding me for my being so absolutely honest and sincere and telling you that I could not resist my temptation. And I have not done any harm to anybody too. No violence has happened. Not a single drop of blood came from your chubby. Just by complaining to my father, you have already created a chain of reactions. He said to my father, Look, my father said, It is not my business. And I said to my father, That's what the whole Brahminism teaches, the chain of reactions. My father said, You keep your philosophy to yourself and stop going to these lectures.
of the Sadas and monks and Mahatmas because whatsoever you get from them, you somehow manage to conduct such strange things. I said, but this is what I'm saying, and it is not strange. That's exactly what the theory of karma is. You do one act, the action, the reaction will follow. He has done an act of complaining against me. Now, the reaction will follow. And the reaction followed because he had told me that he was going to the other village. He was very angry with me, but when you are angry, you are angry. And he was always, he was really completely freaked out. So he was angry with his wife, with his children. I watched everything and he somehow managed to get his things together and went off in a horse buggy. The moment he left, I told his wife, do you understand where he is going? He is going forever. And you don't know. He had come to say this to my father, that he is going forever and he is never coming back again. The wife suddenly started crying and screaming, stop him. Other people ran and they stopped his buggy. He said, why are you stopping me? I have to catch the train. They said, not today. Your wife is crying and beating her chest. She will die. He said, but this is strange. Why should she beat herself? And why should he, why should she cry? But the people would not allow him to go and they were pulling at his bag and suitcase. The man who was driving the buggy said, I will not take you if this is the situation that you are leaving your wife and small children forever. I will not do such an act. The Brahmin said, I'm not leaving. I will come back, but I don't have time to convince you. The train will be missed and the station is two miles away. But nobody was listening to him, and I was provoking people. Stop him, otherwise his wife, his children, you will have to look after them. Otherwise, who is, who is going to feed them? They brought him back with his bags, and of course he was angry and threw his back at his wife. His wife asked, What have we done? Why are you? And I was there outside in the crowd, he said. Nobody has done nothing. That boy told me there would be a reaction. The reason is that three days before, in the temple, I was teaching the philosophy of action and reaction, and this boy was present there. Now he's teaching me. He told me, Forgive me, and I will never say a single word about this action and reaction. And you can cut anybody's chubby if you want. I will not complain. You can cut off my head, and I will not complain. 
because I want to stop this chain completely. Now my train is gone.